Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What is good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Vegas Nation First and Ten, your weekly go-to for Raider news uh, and analysis and uh, fresh off uh, a day over at the Raiders practice facility in Henderson. Got a chance to look at uh, the Raiders on the field on Thursday. We're going to recap all of that. We're going to recap what Josh McDaniels, the Raiders coach, had to say about Jimmy Garoppolo. Doesn't sound like he's too worried about where things stand. We'll get into that in just a second. We'll also welcome in our great co-host, Sam Gordon, uh, also from Vegas Nation. Here covers the Raiders, amongst so many other things, uh, with Las Vegas Review Journal. I want to remind everybody that Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by the, by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal and Blue Wire. Without further ado, Sam Gordon, how are you doing, my friend? Doing good, Vinny. Happy Friday. How are you? Happy Friday. Uh, doing well. Looking forward to uh, a weekend, uh, a big week up ahead. Uh, we're talking about three-day mandatory mini camp for the Raiders. I believe it's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. So we'll be um, over at the facility pretty much all week next week, uh, getting a look at uh, the Raiders. And for anyone that's wondering, well, what's mini camp? What's the difference between mini camp and OTAs? Well, OTAs, A, are voluntary. uh, And B, um, there's sort of a time limit that you're allowed to be in the building. And there's all these rules and regulations as stipulated by the agreement between uh, the players association and, and owners. Uh, and that's all great. Cause you don't want, you know, coaches keeping the players out there uh, an inordinate amount of time when things are uh, kind of a voluntary nature, but minicap is literally almost what it sounds like. Uh, it's um, as close to a replication of training camp as you're going to find this time of year. Of course, there's not going to be full pads or anything like that. Uh, but what they do is they try to simulate an actual day in training camp. And so, uh, you get in there for your meetings. It's, it's, it, it, it follows an entire day, walkthroughs, um, actual practices, your, your classroom work, um, all, team meetings, all that type of stuff, just to try to get everybody, um, you know, a, a clear picture of what they're going to expect when they report back uh, in late July. So that's kind of the difference between uh, minicap and uh, regular OTAs. Uh, but Sam, um, you know, we'll get to that in, in, in one second. But you were there yesterday when we asked Josh McDaniels, um, about the anxiety among Raider fans as far as what's going on with the quarterback after the news broke last week that the Raiders um, had to sort of hedge their bets with Jimmy G back in March and sign him to a contract that um, had an amendment that if he doesn't pass his physical before training camp, there's a chance that they could just walk away from that contract scot-free. I know that raised a lot of eyebrows and raised a lot of concern, but in talking to Josh McDaniels, it doesn't sound like he's all that concerned uh, about what the availability is going to be like for Jimmy G at the, uh, at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, raise the anxiety level of some fans on the availability, the eventual availability of, of Jimmy. We're about eight weeks, I guess, away from training camp. Is there a confidence that I have? No, I have no anxiety. Right. Okay. There you go. You guys might have anxiety. <laughs> is there, so is there a- I don't have any anxiety. Is there a confidence level then that he'll be there in training camp and ready to go? Yep, I'm not going to put a timeline or a day on anything, but um, like I said, I have no anxiety. Feel pretty good about it. Dare I say, Vinny, when he was asked about it, he, he flashed a, a, as wide of a grin as I've seen him flash and say he's not worried about it at all. So um, I don't think, I mean, look, obviously, right, it's not necessarily an ideal situation, but 
Um, clearly, Jimmy Garoppolo signed the contract, and so the Raiders presented it as such. They agreed to it. And with all those things in place, based on how Josh McDaniels um, answered the question yesterday, it feels like, I mean, it's look, it's 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 early June. The fact that he's not ready isn't the end of the world. He's not the only player in the NFL nursing an injury uh, going into the season. I mean, that that granted, it, is it a little troubling because of his history? Sure, but based on Josh McDaniel's reaction, based that the deal was done the way it was done, uh, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo would have signed it if he didn't think he was going to pass the physical. And all that matters, based on I think especially Vinny. This isn't, he's not learning a brand new system. There's a lot of familiarity there. There's some familiarity with personnel. Um, as long as he's ready for training camp, that's, I think, what matters the most. So it, it seemed like, again, that was as big of a smile as I've seen Josh McDaniels flash when he said no, you know, no anxiety about it whatsoever. In this particular, you know, I'm going to take him on his word here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and look, um, I don't think a head coach is going to be that decisive unless he um, has a pretty good idea of where things stand. And we, and we did, you know, Paul Gutierrez already ESPN did ask the follow-up question. Well, okay, why, why don't you feel any anxiety? And, and Josh McDaniels essentially said, look, I know stuff. Basically I have information that leads me to believe that everything is going to be uh, fine. And, and, you know, of course he's not going to share that information, but you know, if you're if you're if you're reading between the lines, what he's basically saying is, I talked to the doctors, I talked to the medical staff, I've gotten good feedback in terms of uh, where Jimmy is right now, um, where he projects to be when um, when it gets to that point in time, and and by all accounts, the information that uh, Josh McDaniels is getting is positive uh, in that light. Now, conversely, Sam, if he wasn't getting that kind of information, if it was more dire. Um, if it was, you know, uh, you know, bad news or if he was getting that kind of uh, that kind of information, I'm pretty sure Josh McDaniels isn't going to go on the out on the kind of limb that he did yesterday and try to paint a rosier picture um, if it was a, in reality a dire picture. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either, um, and especially knowing how instrumental Jimmy Garoppolo is to everything that the Raiders want to do this season and where where this where this team is at in terms of big picture. Um, overall. So it was, again, Vinny, it was as confident as I've ever seen him. And of course, let's like, it's not an ideal situation by any means, but it doesn't seem like it's untenable based on, you know, what he said, what he intimated and, and the, the, the confidence that he exuded in that. Uh, if Jimmy Garoppolo is back by the end of July, which is when training camp starts, that's the most important thing for this Raider, uh, for this Raider team. Again, given his familiarity with Josh McDaniels, with some of the personnel, you figure he's already a little bit of ahead of the curve. Uh, in that regard, considering that he is a free agent being brought in from the outside. So uh, based on, again, based on what we said, that's what we have, you know, what he said publicly, that's what we're going off of. Not a ton of concern at this particular point. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So it is what it is. And I know uh, everyone wants to know all the information right now uh, as we speak, but you know, our job is to, to ask, you know, the questions that, uh, that are pertinent. Uh, he gave that answer and, and I don't think we're going to get anything further at this time. Uh, and I think we're all going to find out together whether or not the optimism that the Raiders doctors have and Josh McDaniels obviously has and Jimmy um, uh, uh, Garoppolo has. I'm gonna, we're not going to know if that was all warranted until um, it's time for him to take a physical and whether he passes it or not. And that's going to be the ultimate test of all that. Everything else at this point, um, you know, you just have to take people at their word. Um, and if that's what Josh McDaniels is feeling like. Um, I guess my um, advice to Raider Nation is uh, don't needlessly worry right now. It sounds like your coach feels pretty good about it. Um, and, and, and that's probably how you should feel about it. Now, here's the thing. 
that I think is always so interesting about this because we are talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. And the fact is, he's had injury uh, issues in the past. So, what you know, uh, my question would be, and I guess this is another question that won't get answered until it's, you know, the season starts getting underway. And if he's out there playing, how likely is the foot to hold up? You know, uh, what other injury concerns could there be with Jimmy Garoppolo? And I, I, I have a feeling, um, Sam, that this is probably something that we're going to be dealing with for a good little while here. Um, and, and we're really not going to know because of Jimmy's history. We're not going to know and be able to answer anything affirmatively until he gets out there and plays and gets out of the field and stays out, of the, out there on the field. No question, Vinny. And, and, and that, I mean, look, there, there was an understanding when the Raiders, I mean, independently of this injury, right, regardless of the surgery or whatever, you could just you could pull up the pro football reference page and take a look at it and see that, look, Jimmy Garoppolo has had durability issues in his career. It's not that's not breaking news at this point. Independently of this, this certainly, again, not an ideal situation, even if he is going to be back by training camp. You don't want this to happen uh, per se. But even independently of this, I mean, based on his history and based on uh, what we've seen from him in the past, this was going to be a a, a, a a point of interest all year, regardless. The health of Jimmy Garoppolo, how many games are you going to get out of him? What does that mean, not only for this season, but big picture moving forward? Uh, in terms of the, tra- the trajectory of the quarterback position, I don't think, I mean, by no means is, is he clearly, the, he's not the future of the franchise per se. Uh, it seems pretty evident he's here for right now, and, and whatever happens beyond that is yet to be um, determined. But, uh what, like, what, what is the contingency plan if he does get hurt? I mean, we saw Aiden, Aiden, Aiden O'Connell out there yesterday. I thought he looked solid, all things considered. Um, and, and where does this leave the Raiders um, kind of big picture? That, Like you said, that's one of the th- those things we don't know um, until we know. But, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo played 11 games last year in 2020. He only played six games. 2018, he was limited to three games. He would only started 16 games once and then 15 uh, in 2021 another time. So, uh, there, there was going to be some risk going into that. The Raiders knew that. We knew that, that there was an understanding there. And I think the hope for, for everybody involved, for the, for the Raiders, for Jimmy Garoppolo, is that he's healthy enough to, to get through a majority of the year to at least see what you have in terms of going forward. So uh, I'm with you. This isn't necessarily going to go away, per se. It is a foot injury. Feet are tricky in, in sports, especially in your quarterback. You have to plant off your foot. You got to, you got to, you know, there's all kinds of things. I mean, it, it kind of goes without saying. It's not an ideal spot for an injury, not that there is one, but. Um, definitely going to be worth monitoring and just kind of seeing if there are any lingering effects or how uh, how the foot holds up if and when he returns. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. Here's another uh, interesting tidbit I thought from uh, from yesterday when we talked to the players. Sam, when, when, when Chandler Jones walked out to the podium uh, yesterday, I almost had to do a double take, okay? I knew it was him. It's Chandler Jones. That was obvious. But to me, he looked like less than a defensive end and way more like uh, a 3 and D forward in the NBA. It looked like he was ready to go suit up for the Miami Heat. Um, and maybe they needed uh, Chandler Jones last night against the uh, Denver Nuggets. I, I'm, I mean, it was kind of startling how thin he looked, literally, for a defensive yeah. end compared to what we saw of him last year. That was just kind of a mountain of a man, you know, all good weight that he had last year, just a powerful-looking man. Uh, and to see him yesterday just sort of look 
then, right? I mean, how surprised were you? Yeah, very, Vinny. Um, very. And, and, and we got a little bit of an explanation for it, right? He had that elbow injury. He said he wasn't able to work out quite the same way. And now just kind of getting back into the weights and, and revamping his, his strength and conditioning plan. Um, but I'm wondering what he, what playing weight he's going to come in at, come in at, at during the season. He said that he weighs about 250 or 255. Um, right now, Pro Football Reference listed him at 265 last season, and that's what he, you know, that, that looks like that's what he's previously. Yeah, you know, you, you never kind of know what those kind of things. And I'm wondering what is his, how much of this is by design and what, how much changes they're going to be by the time the season starts. It's not out of the question to think, look, maybe he's looking for a way, it's one of his least productive seasons last year. Maybe he's looking for a way to get his burst back or whatever. Um, and, and maybe he will play a little thinner, but. It's it, it was definitely jarring and definitely noticeable and obviously one of the main talking points of his press conference yesterday at the facility. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we, we, we mentioned, um, you know, it's, it's eight, we're eight weeks away from training camp starting essentially. So there's plenty of time for him to uh, add some bulk, you know, uh, and some power um, to the body. And, and he was coming off. I think he, he, he was, it was a surgery, right? He, he mentioned he was coming off surgery at the very least an injury, uh, that he suffered last year, kept him sidelined for the last two games of the season. Um, and as he was going through his rehab, uh, it sounded like, based on what he was talking about, that he hadn't hit the weights as he normally did. Yep. And then started getting to thinking, well, you know, maybe maybe I, I'm better off um, being a little bit lighter, which, understandable, a player of his age that wants that burst probably feels like, you know what, playing at a lesser weight will give me the burst that I've normally had. But at the same time, he's also an edge setting defensive end, somebody that the Raiders count on against the run and, you know, looking at his body as currently uh, put together, I don't see how he can help hold up, you know, as a, as an edge uh, setting type of a defensive end at the weight that he's, he's at. So I guess my instincts tell me, uh, Sam, that as, as, as training camp gets closer, um, you know, over these next eight weeks, feel like he's probably going to add some more weight with the weight with the uh with the weight lifting and and doing everything that professional athletes do to get some size because i can't imagine that he's going to play at that at that stature no not yet I, i'm with you Vinny. and um whether or not he's as as you know big as he was last year not necessarily sure about that but but you're right it was definitely i mean it was definitely um it was a noticeable difference. It was very noticeable. Uh, it was a very noticeable difference, a change in his body. And we'll, I guess we'll see how he kind of approaches uh, the rest of the uh, rest of the offseason and what he wants to do to, 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 to prepare for for 2023. It's obvious he wasn't satisfied with with his play uh, last season and with his production last season or the or the play and production of the defense as a whole. And it's really I mean, I think a, a pivotal year for Chandler Jones. Um, given where his at, where, you know, given, like you mentioned his age, his contract situation. So, uh, not, you know, we'll, we'll see, right. I, I'm with you. I, I would expect him to probably be a little bigger, but maybe not quite as big as he was last year in the hopes of, of having a little bit more speed on the outside. Yeah. I think that's the key. I think he'll be bigger, but probably not where he was last year by design to try to give him a little bit more burst. And, you know, we are talking about a player that's, you know, on the other side of 30. Uh, what is he, 32 years old? I have to look look it up. Just turned 33 uh, in February. There you go. Right, exactly. So, you know, you start getting to that age where, you know, you just don't have um, that that young bounce like you did or that young burst that you once did. And, and then you then it becomes almost a math game, a mathematical uh, type of a type of an equation. Okay, well, where do I need to be in order to 
get that burst back. And um, but the key is you can't lose too much of that because then you're sacrificing uh, in some in some other areas. And you're talking about some big, large human beings on the other side that you're dealing with offensive tackles, tight ends that are chipping you um, that would be probably licking their chops when they see a defensive end at, at that size, knowing, yeah, um, that's like a normal day at the gym. For me right there with one hand i could push something like that uh that weight around so uh he'll i'm sure he'll find uh that uh, that that's fine line. yep yeah um and uh but it'll be interesting to see what he looks like the next time we see him after uh after next week's um mini camp you know we were talking about uh jimmy g obviously he's not out there right now we don't know when he will be out there but that does open the door. Um, we saw a lot of Brian uh, Hoyer yesterday um, at at, uh, at OTAs. We'll see a lot more of him in minicamp. But we also got a chance to see. And, you, and if you're asking, he looks pretty much. And when I say uh, if you're asking, I'm talking about uh, our listeners. He looks like Brian Hoyer. You know, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not you know, uh, uh, downgrading him or anything like that. But uh, there's a reason why he's been a backup quarterback his entire career. Um, I think he's here basically to be a safety net behind uh, Jimmy G, but more importantly, he's here to make sure the guy that we're getting ready to talk about, Aiden O'Connell, is ready to go as quickly as possible in case Jimmy G goes down with an injury at some point this year. Like if Brian Hoyer never plays, uh, that's a good thing on two fronts. One, it could mean that Jimmy G uh, has stayed healthy all year. And that would, would be the Raiders preference. But if he doesn't, uh, and they put Aiden O'Connell in there. It means that Brian Hoyer probably helped him get ready uh, to step in when um, you know uh, in the in the event that that Jimmy G goes down. So that's kind of his job. So if you're uh, looking for some spectacular play out there from Brian Hoyer during during uh, OTAs and minicamp, um, you're probably barking up on the, on the uh, barking the, up the wrong tree. Now, conversely, I was watching Aiden Hill all practice yesterday and um, I liked what I saw, uh, Sam. I'm not sitting here and saying that, you know, he's a bona fide, uh, no doubt about it, uh, NFL starting quarterback. I'm not even suggesting that. But what I saw in terms of uh, the throwing ability, the timing, the touch, uh, how he was uh, laying the ball out for for his, his, his weapons, wide receivers to catch it and run with it uh, in stride. Um, it was it was pretty impressive uh, for 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 a kid that's you know stepping foot into the NFL waters for the first time ever. Um, so I felt like I feel like there's there's a good starting point there for Aiden O'Connell, and now it's going to be up to him and the coaches uh, to take it from here and keep on building. But at least from first impressions, like what I saw from number four, I thought he was solid too, Vinny. I, I really did. Like you said, he threw good balls. You take a look at his profile coming out of Purdue. Winning records in the Big Ten his last couple seasons. Uh, accurate, right? In 2021, completed nearly 72% of his passes. Uh, and he's he's an older quarterback. He's 24. He's going to be 25 in September. So there's a, a, you would think there's a maturity there, kind of an understanding of the situation he's walking into, what the expectations are from him this season. And if he's caught upon in a pinch or in, in some spot starts or even, you know, for a majority of the season uh, to be the starter, uh, I think at least at the very least you, you see that he can be accurate with the football and distribute the football. And he ha- there will be targets for him uh, on this Raiders offense to distribute the ball to. And uh, a, at least at this point, you would think, um, depending on what happens with Josh Jacobs, the NFL's leading rusher behind him, if that situation were to, to fall upon itself. So I thought, look, it was a, it was a, it's a, it's a, a OTA practice in June and early June, but all things considered stepping in there and, and distributing the football um, I liked what I saw as well. 
Yeah, um, and he, here's what's interesting about about Aiden O'Connell. You talked about the age, which I think is 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 important, um, especially in the in the role that he's going to assume, and the fact that you know with an injury prone starting quarterback, he could get out there uh, in his rookie year. This is a kid who uh, committed uh, or stepped on the on campus at uh, at Purdue in wait for it 2017, Sam. Yeah. yeah. 2017 we look at his if you look at his college reference uh, page um it, it it basically starts in 2019 when he started actually playing but there were two years that he spent at Purdue 17 and 18 where he was you know red shirting and just not getting on the field and and keep in mind uh, he got a extra year everyone did that was playing during the pandemic so uh 2017 Sam what were you doing in 2017 Oh man, that was the year I, I moved for good uh, to Vegas, Vinny. That was a long, quite a long time ago. I actually still lived in Minnesota for a little bit. That was in between stints in Vegas in 2017. So long, long, long time ago, because that feels like a whole lifetime ago. Right. So, it, and it puts in perspective um, kind of where he is on his on his clock. And you mentioned 24 years, 24 years old. Um, you know, kind of, kind of uh, trying to find his way those first couple of years at Purdue and played a little bit his first couple of years when he actually got on the field uh, and then finally became the starting quarterback and has played, all, you know, uh, a, a lot of football um, in his time at Purdue. I'm looking it up right now, how many games uh, he has, he, he played um, six, three, 12 and 12. So 24, 25, 26, 27, 30, 31, 32, 33 football games in college, including yep. 24 starts basically his last two years. That's, 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 that's a lot of football right there. In the Big Ten too, Vinny, in one of the tougher yeah. conferences uh, in the uh, in college football. So um, I'm with you, right? I'm not. Look, I, you can't say that he's going to be a, any kind of franchise quarterback or anything like that. I don't think that was the intent when the Raiders brought him in. They did bring him in to be somebody that they can develop and and play situationally and 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 maybe be, uh, you know, like like you said, if a Jimmy Garoppolo gets injured, something like that. So uh, from everything I saw yesterday, good, look, granted, one practice, I, we still need to see a lot more. Uh, there, there's a scenario in which he can do that effectively. I don't think there's, but based on what I saw so far, I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll keep track of that. I guess that's the one uh, bonus um, for for the Raiders. Um, it, it, it certainly, with not having Jimmy G, it certainly uh, elevates Aiden O'Connell so that he's going to get some more reps this time of year, and, and uh, that I'm sure uh, is 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 going to benefit him. Um, so you know we'll we'll see. Uh, looking forward to mini camp uh, next week. It's more of a like we talked about a training camp structure. Um, so get a get a chance for three straight days next week uh, to get a uh, up close look at uh, at the Raiders um, at this juncture. And going to keep an eye on the offensive line, which we'll talk about this next week. But I'm pretty impressed so far uh, with where the offensive line looks to be uh, right now. They feel more assertive, more fast paced um they, 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 they you can tell that the offensive line this year compared to last year is starting off with a foundation rather than kind of a puzzle that was just a bunch of pieces on the ground that you're trying to fit together even us watching them last year trying to figure out where's you know where's dylan parham today you know where's jermaine illuminar today like they were moving around up and down the line of scrimmage i think you're going to see a little bit less of that so i, I like where the offensive line looks to be uh, right now, but certainly uh, also going to keep an eye on the defense, um, some of the rotations. It's not that important who's starting, but I think it, Sam. I think I think you know who who who's getting the the first team reps. You could glean a little bit into that, right? 
Yeah, I would say so. And I think just for the Raiders, that group, there were a lot of, I think, uncertainties going into the 2022 season about that group and how exactly it would look. And, and maybe from the outside looking in, seemed like one of the weaker units of the team and, and couldn't, you know, it was anything but that. But yeah, I think it was one of the, actually the better units of the team uh, last season. And and you, you kind of know what you have coming back. You have um, one of the best left tackles in the NFL and Colton Miller, I think J- Jermaine Illuminar really um, stabilized things on the right side. Once he kind of settled, settled in there. Uh, and, and then on the inside as well, it, you know, the, the offensive line held up and now you, you know, that's it, you know what you have there. I think more than maybe anywhere. I mean, just the offense in general, save for the quarterback position, you, that's, you know, you generally know what you have on the perimeter uh, in the backfield and up front. So that, that to me um, going into the 2023 season is, actually one of the strengths of the Raiders is that they there is some continuity that they finally developed and it again helps when you're buoyed by one of the best left tackles in the league with Colton Miller. Yep, absolutely. Uh and uh we can't wait to talk about it uh next week. Uh share our thoughts um with uh with how the Raiders look during mini camp and any updates that there might be on Jimmy G or anybody else. Hey, you know, uh guy by the name of Josh Jacobs. Uh, I don't expect him uh to be there in mini camp unless you know obviously he signs either his franchise tag tender or the Raiders and Josh Jacobs come to an agreement uh, on a new deal. If you're wondering, because there is a mandatory in front of this mini gap, and this is the time of year where, excuse me, this is the one uh, three day stretch where if you're not uh, there, you can get fined. Uh, But uh, as of right now, Josh Jacobs does not um, fall into that category. Why? Well, he hasn't signed his free agent tender yet. So technically he's not under contract. Uh, to the Raiders or anybody else. So you're not allowed to find anybody that's technically uh, an uncontracted uh, player right now. So uh, it'll be a story, of course, if Josh Jacobs is there, that means he has signed his tender or uh, he and the Raiders came to an agreement on a long-term deal. Whatever the case is, we'll be here to talk about it. I do want to say thanks to all of our listeners and loyal supporters. You're why we do this. Uh, and we appreciate uh, the support. We- Looking forward to uh, to uh, rolling. Uh, training camp starts next month. Believe it or not, uh, we can't wait, and we can't wait to uh, to get it all uh, out to you, Sam. Have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the Golden Knights uh, this weekend. I'm sure everybody's going to be watching that. Uh, Larry Muir, thank you. Uh, shake off the loss by the Miami Heat yesterday. Uh, they're 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 right in the thick of this thing. I really believe that. Um, and until next week, everyone else have a great, safe weekend. We'll talk again next week. Get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there.